What does the relationship between a type three achiever and a type nine peacemaker look like? Well, let's start off by talking about a few things they have in common. The 3-9 relationship is about as common as, let's say, a 3-8 relationship is uncommon, just in case you're watching these episodes in order. 3s and 9s have this natural synergy, which is partially explained by these lines of integration and disintegration that connect them on the Enneagram. Although this connection usually tends to signal that one person in the relationship is kind of getting the better of the deal. What I mean is that 9s get to see many of their healthier traits mirrored by the 3s ambition and efficiency, while 3s get to see some of their less healthy traits mirrored by the 9s avoidant or unmotivated energy. That's because the three's movement of disintegration is to nine, and the nine's movement of integration is to the three. If you wanna learn more about those concepts, be sure to check out my complete guides that are linked in the description below. Anyway, I bring all that up just to highlight the fact that this couple's gonna go through some similar waves together, fluctuating between an outgoing, upbeat, and inspired energy, and then basically turning off all those traits so they can camp out on the couch and ignore the outside world entirely. This is also why both threes and nines love a comfortable home life, especially if the three has a strong self-preservation instinct. Nines are great at enjoying the simple things in life, while threes are great at providing the best things in life. So there's this sweet combination of the three feeling very appreciated and the nine feeling a bit spoiled when it comes to their life together. Okay, one final point of connection worth noting about these two types is what's known as their dominant affect. This gets a little nuanced as it's tied to some object relations theory, but in painting with some broad strokes, both threes and nines are attachment types, which means they have a strong desire to form relationships with people that see them the way they wanna be seen. So for threes, they attach to people that feed their ego's desire to be seen as this charismatic, high-performing individual. And for nines, they attach to people that feed their ego's need to be seen as this uber chill, low maintenance person that's just fine with the way things are. What that means for this couple is that they're gonna have a really hard time letting go of people they should probably let go of and instead bringing in people that challenge their status quo in a healthy and critical way. More on that when we get to the conflict section later on. For now, let's zoom in on these points of attraction and talk specifically about what draws the type three achiever to the type nine peacemaker. One of the biggest reasons threes are attracted to nines is because they're so affirming and threes are like vehicles that run on affirmation. Now that can be words of affirmation, physical touch that affirms their physical beauty, gifts that affirm their worthiness, whatever the medium is, isn't as important as their need to be held in high regard. Now, nines naturally see everyone and especially their loved ones in the most glowing and positive light imaginable. And threes love this because it lets them feel comfortable revealing their true self rather than always wearing the mask of a perfect polished leader. However, when it does come to leadership, the three appreciates the fact that the nine is more than willing to support their role as chief decision maker within the relationship. After all, threes don't really like to fight for control, and despite being assertive types, they much prefer to feel like the chosen leader versus the dominant authoritarian of the family. Okay, last major point of attraction for threes is the way that nines handle failure with such modesty and acceptance. For threes, failure is kind of like a gut punch to their egocentric identity. But when failure, adversity, or embarrassment strikes, and the three can't find a quick solution to the problem, the nine is great at just 
holding space from the three to feel lost, to feel insecure, or to just feel in general, which is usually terrifying for them as the impinged type of the heart center. It often takes someone as truly safe and non-judgmental as the nine is for the three to open up and admit that they don't have all the answers. Ultimately, the nine's unconditional acceptance of the three teaches them to let go of their ego's belief that you earn love by being this impressive rather than authentic person. Okay, on that sweet note, let's shift over to what nines usually find uniquely attractive about threes. As I said in the intro, nines see a version of their highest potential self manifested in the three's natural charisma, ambition, and tireless sense of efficiency. All those traits inspire and energize the more laid back nine to go after what they want in life. Threes are also great cheerleaders for the more modest nine, especially if the three has a two wing, as they feel even more attached to the success of their loved ones, which is great for pulling the nine out of the shadows and into the spotlight. Furthermore, nines have this tendency to merge identities with their partner, which can be a way to avoid making their own decisions or a profound act of loving devotion. It just depends on how healthy the nine is. And either way, they get a major boost from being tied to all of the three's success and admiration because it feels like they too have earned that success and admiration. Okay, last thing worth noting here is that nines are subtly independent people that actually enjoy going off into their own little world to pursue any number of hobbies, routines, or activities where they can just be in an unbothered state of soothing activity. Fortunately, threes are also very independent people that pack their schedules with a never-ending to-do list that will provide the nine with plenty of time to dive into whatever physical or mental playground they choose. It also means that nines rarely, if ever, feel pressured to give the three more time and attention than they have energy to give. Ultimately, a healthy three provides the nine with this great balance of affirmation, motivation, and quality time spent together and apart from each other. Okay, now that we've talked about what brings these two types together, it's time to talk about what can pull them apart. Hey there, friend. Uh, looks like you're a little more than halfway through this Enneagram relationship episode, which uh, means it's a great time to not only watch this fancy little neon graphic float off into the distance, but to uh, hit those like and subscribe buttons, you know? You know what I mean? You know those buttons that are sitting right there? Don't be coy, you know where they are. You know, if you're feeling non-committal, you can just hit the like button. It's still really helpful. Okay, let's get back to it. Conflict is a tricky thing to describe when it comes to the three-nine relationship because there honestly isn't a ton of it on the surface. Conflict in this relationship is more like a deep, festering feeling of dissatisfaction. Now, when nines are dissatisfied with the relationship, they tend to quietly withdraw into their imagination where they can pretend like they're in a totally different life with a totally different partner. Now, when threes are dissatisfied with the relationship, they engage in more social and career activities as a way of getting that ego boost that they're not getting at home. So you have this perfect storm of two people that are both unwilling to address a negative situation for fear that it's gonna disrupt the quality of their life, or at least the image of the quality of their life. Now, in zooming back in on the nine, they feel like the three has forgotten them because work and other people are just more important. That's pretty tough for nines that already struggle with this low sense of self-worth as they wanna feel seen but can't bring themselves to fight for attention. Sadly, with threes, you often have to fight for their attention because they spread themselves so thin. Also, while nines are somewhat comfortable living in the shadow of a more assertive partner's life, they still have enough self-respect to resent and even stubbornly resist the three dragging them through their life on this 
personal quest for success and admiration. Now on the flip side, threes feel like they've had this open door policy throughout the entire relationship. And if the nine had just come to them and expressed what they wanted years ago, then they could have worked things out way sooner. After all, threes wanna be fast and efficient. And so they get really frustrated by how slow the nine is to express themselves and figure out what they want. As time goes by for this couple, the three often starts to lose patience for the nine that wants to bat every possible option around before taking even the smallest step. Threes feel like they've been more than accommodating, but they're not gonna waste their lives waiting around for some terribly indecisive person to make up their mind or figure out how they feel, especially when threes believe that feelings just get in the way of being an effective person. Ultimately, if neither the three nor the nine wants to compromise their pace of life and stop suppressing their negative emotions, then this couple usually starts to live entirely separate lives from each other where their only interactions involve platonic household routines and some polite social appearances. All right, I know that got a little heavy, so let's lighten things up with some advice that may help the three nine couple avoid or overcome some of these relational pitfalls. All right, one thing the three nine couple can do to help improve their sense of intimacy and connection with each other is to go and do something together that's new, fun, and unhurried. The goal being to get nines out of their mindless routines and to get threes out of their endless desire for productivity. Now, the unhurried part is also crucial because it takes nines a while to get out of daydream mode and into the present moment. It also takes threes a while to shut off that mental to-do list constantly running in the background of their mind. So again, something new, something fun, and something unhurried. Okay, next up is a bit of an escalation in difficulty and it's to actually have fights. I don't mean like explosive arguments at 2 a.m. after you've had a few too many. I mean, the moment you get stung, hit pause, collect yourself, and call out what just happened. Don't withdraw, don't make a passive aggressive comment or dive right back into work because that'll just fuel that festering sense of dissatisfaction we just talked about. For threes and nines, you almost have too high of a pain tolerance. So you gotta embrace the fact that every little disagreement you face and resolve is a step towards true intimacy, not an indictment on the quality of your relationship or the quality of you as a partner. Okay, last up is a big one, and it's to align on your vision of a shared future together. Now, if you're young, like in your early 20s, it's gonna be hard because you're still figuring out a lot about who you are as a person. But the problem you wanna get ahead of is that nines will too easily fall in line with the threes direction in life, and threes will too easily fall in line with career trajectories that have nothing to do with their true passions in life. It'll really benefit this couple to sit down together and talk about what makes them feel alive, their goals, where they wanna live, if they want kids, and especially any spiritual beliefs. Obviously, all couples would benefit from having a shared vision for their relationship, but threes and nines in particular need an agreed upon destination way out in the future. That way they have some reference point, no matter how fast the three gets there or how methodically the nine gets there. All right, that's enough advice for now. I hope it helped. And if it didn't, well, then this last part really isn't gonna help because it's time for the patented YGAT relationship rating system. Okay, friends, first up on the YGAT relationship rating system is the spice meter. And I'd put the three nine pairing just a bit past mild, mostly because threes do bring some high energy assertiveness to the mix, despite being highly conflict avoidant, just like the nine. 
Next up is the power meter, which is kind of tough because it really depends on the nine's personal level of ambition since threes are already hardwired to thrive in public office. So I guess I'm gonna play it safe and put them right in the middle at productive despite the fact that a 3-9 pairing could actually be an awesome presidential couple. That leaves us with the fun meter, and I'm actually gonna stick this pairing at books by the fire. I know that might be surprising for the fun-loving and energetic threes out there, but I actually think healthy threes have this tendency to slow down a bit as they age, and nines already love to nest in a cozy little space at home. So yeah, books by the fire, that's my final answer. All right, there you have it, friends. The 3-9 Enneagram pairing, a low-spice, productive couple that has plenty of fun shutting down the engines together at the end of a long workday. That's a wrap on this Enneagram relationship episode for the Type 3 Achiever with a Type 9 Peacemaker. If you're jumping off here, then I'll say thank you so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed it, and please hit the like and subscribe buttons on your way out if you wouldn't mind. But hey, if you're sticking around for more Enneagram goodness, then I have got plenty of relationship-themed content for you to choose from right here, as well as some more lighthearted content if you're feeling frisky. Take your pick.